You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode number 27. What's up, friends? And welcome back to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. I'm so stoked to have you here. I hope you guys grab a cup of coffee, a cup of tea. I don't know where you guys are right now, but it's a cloudy day today. Even though it's pretty warm outside, but it's a little it's a little cold looking. So I'm just getting kind of cozy today. I have my coffee. I'm ready to chill and talk to you guys about all the different things that you can do if you cannot afford to outsource in your business. Now, let's be honest here. Business is an interesting thing. Being self-employed is an interesting thing, right? Like we initially start off like saying, I want to be my own boss. I want to do my own thing, make my own schedule, all these things, right? And that is the beauty of entrepreneurship. But we come to a point after we reach a certain level where we cannot do it all alone. And that solopreneurship, we kind of have to, if we want to branch out and continue to grow, we gotta, we gotta hire, we gotta do some outsourcing. But so many of us, and I feel like you hear people talk about it all the time, you hear people talking about outsourcing and how great it is and how amazing it is. And, and once you're able to like hand things off, it's gonna take so much off your plate. And, and that's so great. And I think that is all wonderful advice. I 100% agree with it, but so many of us are just not there yet. We can't relate and we might feel like our plates are full. Rather, we, you know, are at a financial place to outsource or not. Like if we can't afford to pass things off, how are we going to get by? Like we have a lot to do as solopreneurs and I feel you. And I'm just now getting to a point where I'm starting to be able to actually outsource things. But it's been a long time coming, my friends. This has been like four or five years of hustling my butt off myself and a lot of trial and error and so over the years I've kind of figured out four main things that have helped me uh, streamline processes save me time take stress off my life um, instead of having to actually outsource so today I want to share those with you and hopefully make your life easier save you time get you back to doing the things that you love most in your business and your life so we're going to talk about all those things today but first I just want to read a quick review from one of our listeners this one comes from panda four two four three seven one two I don't know. There's a whole bunch of numbers. <laughs> Panda. Um, and it says, I was never really one for podcasts. I never had one that I loved or listened to religiously, but that is not the case anymore. Whenever my phone notifies me that Sarah's released another episode, I'm instantly listening. If you're a business owner, do not sleep on this podcast. Do not sleep on Sarah. Amen. <laughs> she is everything I didn't know I needed. I would not be where I am in my business without her, plain and simple. So if you're looking to better your life and your business, you're in the right corner of the internet, friends. XOXO. Panda, that is so cute. I always, <laughs> I never really know like what the process looks like when you actually have to go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, like, do you put in your own name? Do you get a username? Is it like your Apple username or something? I don't know. But Panda, I love you. This review is amazing. If you guys want to leave your own review and have it read on the show, then you can head on over to Apple Podcasts. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. I love reading them. I read all of them. And I would love to read it on the show. And it also helps the show grow 
and I can provide you with even more free content every single week um, the more reviews this gets because it's kind of like the Instagram algorithm where the more people that review and listen to this show and leave reviews and give ratings and all that good stuff, the more this is going to push it out to other people so we can get more guests on the show, bigger guests on the show, and all kinds of goodies. So if that sounds like something you want, then let's uh, let's head on over to Apple Podcasts and drop a review, all right? Cool. All right. Well, now let's get into the meat of the show. I'm so excited to talk about this with you guys and let's dive on in. All right, sister, let's talk for a second. Are you struggling with Instagram like you have no idea how to make yourself stand out from everyone else in your industry and yet just wish you knew the magical button to hit to make everyone want to hang out on your page? Well, can I let you in on a little secret? It all starts with your bio. Your Instagram bio is the first thing that people read when they come onto your profile and you only have a few seconds, like less than seven to be exact, to make an impression that will either get your ideal client to stay or have them clicking off your profile faster than you could say buttercup. Okay, I honestly don't know where that came from, but you get the point. I have created a totally free resource for you to help you with this problem. This is going to help solve all your IG bio issues. If you want to be able to attract your dream client, make sure they are serving all the right people, then you need my free Instagram bio upgrade guide. Inside the guide is my five-step process to creating Instagram bios that are super clear on who you are, what you do, and who you serve. If Instagram Instagram is where you spend most of your time in your business, then you need to get your hands on this freebie, y'all. To get your hands on this guide, you can head to sarahelrod.com Instagram and snag your download. Once again, that is Sarah with an H, Elrod, E-L-R-O-D, dot com slash Instagram and start upgrading your Instagram bio game today. Okay, so my first tip for things to do if you can't afford to outsource is to batch work. So if you are the type of person who wakes up every single day and you stare at your phone for like 20 or 30 minutes and you don't have a single clue on what to post, you feel uninspired, pressured to bring, you know, all this value, but you end up just feeling totally overwhelmed and uncertain of what to do next, then batch working is for you. Essentially, all batch working is, is picking like one day a week or maybe the whole week out of the month um, or whatever works best for you, your business, your life, and creating all of your upcoming content at one time. Now, this may sound like a lot, and trust me, it is, but when you do it all at once, it's actually going to save you so much time. Okay, so let's start with something small, for example. Let's say Instagram. Now, maybe you can choose a day of the week, whatever day works best for you. Let's just say Friday, for example, and you're going to pre-write out all of your captions for the next week. Take any photos you need to take that go with those captions, Um, And then put those posts all together, gather any hashtags you need or that you're going to want to use for that post and put them all in one place, whether that be the notes in your phone, a Google Doc, or you have like an Instagram planning app. So the same thing also goes for things like Instagram Reels, Instagram TV and so on and so forth. And the nice thing about something like Instagram Reels is that you can actually draft your videos within the app so you don't need to use a third-party platform to schedule out your content. And on the subject of third-party apps, you want to make sure that if you're using an app like 
Unum or UNUM, Plan, Planoly, any of those types of apps, to, if you're using those to plan your posts, it's important to note that while it's perfectly okay to use these apps, and I totally do, I love them, to plan out your feed visually, you don't want to post to Instagram from one of these platforms. So a lot of these platforms will allow you to put your photos in the grid, you can even attach captions to them, and then you can hit like a send button that will actually take you into the Instagram app to post that photo with that caption but the Instagram algorithm does not like third-party apps. So it's best if you just post these in real time, but you can have them pre-scheduled out on these, on these other apps. So all you have to do is just actually go in separately and post them. So it's like maybe a tiny bit more of a step, but it's going to help boost your engagement a lot more when you don't use a third-party app to post your content. For me personally, I have a lot of platforms that I teach on and I create content for on Online. I have three Instagram accounts for three different brands. I have two YouTube channels. I have my blog. I have this podcast. I have two Facebook groups, three TikTok accounts, my Facebook page. I have Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and I mean, honestly, I have more than that. And those are just the main ones that come to mind. And that's a lot of freaking content to make. And Instagram alone is a huge chunk of that content because there's so many aspects to just Instagram, like Reels, IGTV, you know, regular feed posts, Instagram Lives, Stories, and so on. And something that I used to do was create one piece of content, like a YouTube video, and then I would just share it across all platforms. But since doing that, my mindset has kind of shifted on this, and now I create independent content for each individual platform. I treat it as its own thing instead of trying to just spread something across all of them. Now, I still do that in a sense, but let me explain, because that doesn't mean that I'm sharing um, different information or different types of content on each platform necessarily. I'm still making one main piece of content, but I'm not just sharing, like, for example, I used to make like a YouTube video and then I would post it to Facebook, but instead of just posting a whole separate video on Facebook, I would share the YouTube link, and which is still getting that information across. However, the algorithm fights you on that harder. It fights you if you're using outside links because these platforms like Facebook and Instagram want people to stay within the platform. They don't want them leaving and going to another platform like YouTube. So when you share links, you're trying to get people off the app that they're on, and when in reality you want them to stay on that app as long as possible and the algorithm will be in favor of you for that. What I do instead is I might make you know one video on one subject, strip the audio from that video, use that for a podcast episode, post the original video onto YouTube, post the video on Facebook, but instead of just sharing that link, I create a vertical, I, well for Facebook I can just post, I can upload it separately to Facebook and then for Instagram I create a vertical copy of that video because Instagram is a vertical app and it does not favor horizontal type videos um, and then I'll use the transcript transcript from that video as the blog post for people to actually go on and read now this process takes a ton of time like I know y'all are thinking oh my gosh you're insane I could never do that that's so much time it 100% is and it is not for the faint of heart and I do this full time so I have more time to be able to do this process, but I batch all of this content and that's how I'm able to do it because even though this is my full-time job, I 
I mean, I have a life. I got things going on. I'm planning a wedding right now. So there's a lot happening in my life. Um, so I, you know, I time batch how I'm going to create all of this content and change, you know, all the content to fit all these different formats. And I try to batch, you know, my podcast episodes one day a week, which also includes filming them to make videos. And then I also pick another day to record any other videos that I need for Facebook groups or I plan out my copy for, you know, uh, Instagram lives, Facebook lives, all that kind of stuff. Um, I have another day for making reels on Instagram and writing email copy, caption copy, blog post copy, and so on. And in total, I would say I probably use about a week to a week and a half out of every single month of just creating content. And time batching is a very important skill to learn if you cannot afford to outsource because it's going to allow you to work in excellence and to be more productive and to get more done throughout the day instead of having to just pause right then and there to write out the caption that goes along with whatever kind of promotion you have going on or whatever the focus of that day is for you. So my second tip for what to do if you cannot afford to outsource is to create templates in your business. So building out templates in your business is another way to serve your audience and save you a ton of time if you cannot afford outsourcing. Templates can be used for things like captions, emails, blog posts, DM messages, um, or even graphics for like Instagram stories. You could literally do this today as soon as this podcast ends. Go into Google Docs and open up a, a file and just start writing out responses that you could use over and over and over again in your business that will save you time. For client response emails, this is so nice because if you get the same questions over and over again, you can write one email one time and copy and paste it when or before a client even asks for those questions. And you could also have a whole page dedicated to frequently asked questions on your website. And if anyone asks you a question, you can just send them the link to the page that has all the FAQs and answers already done. So Google Docs has been probably one of the most useful tools for a lot of things in my business. However, probably hands down my favorite resource for email templates specifically is HoneyBook. And not only does HoneyBook provide you with pre-written templates already, but it also just makes it really easy to store your templates instead of having to have them just saved on a Google Doc, which is totally fine, but HoneyBook, you can do them all individually. They're categorized really nice. They're easy to, to access and send, and it just makes everything so much easier, and it's right there. But yeah, they can store them. They can automate them. Like, there's so much with it, and I mean, I know you guys have all heard me talk about HoneyBook before. I know this is probably not new information, but just in case you don't know what HoneyBook is, it is a CRM and or a client relationships management software. It's just one of the best ways to run your business. In my opinion, it has been a game changer for me. I will never stop talking about this program because I believe in it so much. And it, if nothing else, I mean, there's so many things it does, but specifically for emailing, instead of having to go through my inbox and try to track down all these emails for just one client, HoneyBook organizes everything for you. And if you are like, okay, I might be game for this, like how do I get started with HoneyBook? Um, you can do a free trial for seven days and get a discount if you decide to purchase it by heading to sarahelrod.com slash HoneyBook. Now, whether you use HoneyBook or Google Docs to build out templates, you just should no matter what, like however you wanna do it, 
Building out templates is a great way to save time so you can actually get back to doing the things in your business that you're the most passionate about. Templates don't mean that every single email or message that you send needs to be the exact same, but it just gives you a really good foundation to start with so that you aren't having to type out all the same exact information over and over again. Even if you don't want to have the exact copy written out for something like Instagram captions, just having a template to work off of that says like insert captivating hook here and then a, you know a few spaces down and then it says insert you know text body here and then a few more lines and a few more spaces and then it says insert call to action here and then you already have pre hashtags like written out this is going to help you so much the third thing i want to talk about is automating your processes holy moly automation you guys if you take nothing else from this episode please 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 implement automation into your life if you want to save time energy and just be more consistent a lot of people and business owners fall off the wagon when they realize that they need to be posting to Instagram every single day. And I get it. It is so frustrating to have to come up with so many captions, images, hashtags, and Lord help me if we forget to post one day and all of a sudden our engagement shoots way down. First off, I just want to say that I empathize with you because I know that it's totally exhausting, but it's just what we have to do in order to build that like, know, and trust factor with our audiences. But if you still are like, okay, well, that's literally almost impossible for me, Sarah. It's not fair. I shouldn't have to post on Instagram every single day. I get you, so don't. I want you to consider this. Stop focusing so much on, so, (laughs) words. Stop focusing so much on Instagram and start focusing on the things that don't require your attention every single day, aka blogging, a YouTube channel, a podcast, an email list, etc. These are all platforms which you can create content by batching it and schedule it out so that it automatically posts for you. Talk about a game changer in your business. You can also automate just beyond, you know, content creation type things. You can automate your entire client experience. What if Every single time someone filled out your contact form on your website, they would automatically receive your welcome email and pricing guide. You don't even have to click a button. Or once a client books with you, let's say you're a wedding photographer and part of your client experience is that you want to send check-in emails to your clients at like the six month mark, the three month mark and the one month mark, whatever. And instead of having to remember all of those key dates, they were just automatically sent for you. Well, this is also very much possible using something like HoneyBook. Now there's other client relationship managements out there. Like I said, I talk about HoneyBook a lot. That's just because that's what I personally use and I love it. But through this program, you can create all your email templates, questionnaires, brochures one time, and then just add them into a workflow that can be as automated or as not automated as you want it to be. I also recently started adding an automation to send a questionnaire after a client project is over, asking them to send me reviews. Now this ensures that I can build more social proof of my services and check in with clients to see how they felt about their experience even a month or so after we are done. And last but not least, tip number four is to prioritize your tasks. What can you eliminate or hit pause on in your life slash business? So this one has been a bit harder for me, honestly, because I had some big plans and goals 
for this year and for the next couple months coming up but with my wedding and everything happening also and just so many other things I realized that I was biting off more than I could chew. There's been one project in particular that I have had to hit pause on because it was just always sitting in the back of my brain but I've just not had the time that I need to work on it and instead of setting a deadline for it and stressing out as each passing day goes by and I still haven't done anything for it I decided to just put it on the back burner for now until I'm able to catch my breath just a little bit more. I think so many of us need to do a life audit. Maybe for you it's in your business and you need to take some things off your plate or maybe it's something in your personal life and you need to reprioritize. Like this is me calling on all of my fellow people pleasers. I get it. You want to do it all and be it all because you may find some kind of self-worth in being the master of all the things. I literally feel you. But when you juggle too many things at once, you may chuckle along for a while but at some point that energy is going to die off and you will become burned out overwhelmed and exhausted physically or mentally try asking for help I mean honestly try asking others in your life for help if you need your husband to start going to the store for you or you know you need him to maybe pick up around the house for you so you can get something else done then do it the people in your life want to help you and they want to support you and we should never feel ashamed for asking for help. Another thing to remember is that not everything in your business needs to be 100% perfect. So if you know you need to film like five upcoming videos but you're low on time and you still need to do your hair and your makeup and all the things, what would it look like if you just showed up exactly as you are? The information you put out into the world is so much more important than how you look. And when we focus too much on what we look like, how we sound, the quality of the video, etc., we are robbing our audience of the potential that they could have gotten if we just put all that other stuff to the side and made the dang video. This can go for something big like a YouTube video or it can be something smaller like an Instagram story. Especially on Instagram stories, it can be way easier to just show up as we are because the platform has a much more casual feel to it. Plus they disappear after like 24 hours. So if <laughs> you look like you got hit by a bus, who really cares? The video will be gone soon anyways. At the end of the day, if you cannot afford to outsource, don't feel ashamed or let that overwhelm get to you. There are so many people in your position and being a solopreneur can really be a badge of honor. I mean, literally you're doing all the things. So like make sure to take time to appreciate the fact that you are doing so much, but also don't let it be something that totally overwhelms you and causes you to go down this crazy stressed rabbit hole. You may be a boss lady, but that doesn't mean you have to do all the things all on your own all the time. If you want just a quick recap on this conversation that we have had and what to do if you cannot afford to outsource right now, then these are the four things really quick. So number one was batch working. Number two is creating templates. Number three is automating the process. And number four, prioritizing your tasks. Alrighty, friends. Well, that is all I have for you today. I hope you find this episode very helpful and I look forward to chatting you in the next one. Make sure that you go leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you like this show, as well as joining the Facebook group for exclusively for listeners and follow us on Instagram at Branded Cowgirl Podcast. And I will see you guys in the next one. Well, I guess I won't see you. I will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye guys.